0: Do you like maps? How about a detailed, hand-drawn map that reflects your favorite people, places, and things? Visit Cartograph Me on Instagram or Facebook and see the possibilities and the works of artist Philip Bailey. Remember, Cartograph Me putting you on the map. Cry as they may, cry as they might, these three couldn't escape Leprechaun 1 and 2 tonight. The Irish is being packed and shipped to a little town in South Dakota whose luck may have just run out.
1: going to expand our weekly video segment to take you into the back shelves of your local video store. Back where it says horror videos and where kids are devouring some awful films that we call the video nasties.
0: Are you freebasing? Inquiring minds want to know. I have to break free from this culture of mechanical reproductions and the thick encrustations dying on the surface. What the prime time bitch! Hello, horror hounds, and welcome to the It Slays Podcast. I'm your humble host, Rowan.
1: It's Exilia. And this is a gold coin that's actually milk-fucking-chocolate,
0: Mike. And we are back uh, with a guest for the second episode in a row. He just can't get rid of us. Fan favorite, Colton. <laughs> yeah, oh it's yeah the it's... sequel. So
2: happy to be here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Colton is like, please do not ask me for at least another 1000 years.
2: Yeah, it's, uh, at least at least a year on this one or until there's another good movie that's out to talk about.
1: So when when they release a new Leprechaun movie, we're going to like just immediately <laughs> oh send out s- send a like messenger pigeon and
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh man.
0: <laughs> One's got to be coming. It's only
2: a matter of time.
0: so i figured it's been a while i'd start tonight tonight
3: i can't read your writing okay
0: i thought i was peeking at my question for the night no i do have a question for the night okay so i just want to let you guys know that before the episode i actually uh used a home alone type contraption And captured a leprechaun and we all get a wish. I thought you were gonna say a whiff. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all pick a whiff of this leprechaun. (laughs) Imagine what what it smells like. Well this leprechaun,
3: I I mean, did you see his teeth? He probably was smell like shit, I'm
1: sure. They did say um he probably hasn't watched them in hundreds of years, which is one hundred percent accurate.
2: We're talking about his teeth, you know, behind that really shitty Sharpie that was making them all
0: pointed, right? Like And also the the Sharpie lipstick. Sharpie (laughs) lipstick. (laughs) So I want to know, you guys each get one wish. What is your so, wish from the Leprechaun? Okay.
2: So just like, all right, we're all great people. We'd wish for world peace and all that stuff. But you're talking about like actual, like a, a
1: wish?
0: Yeah, I need like some Morty wishes here. Like a nice
1: meaty, selfish, no selflessness right now. This has to be like the most selfish, satisfying thing that you could wish for. That's Kay. right. I
3: notice. M- I know mine.
1: Okay,
0: what's yours?
3: That... COVID was over and we could all travel and I went to Japan.
0: (laughs) That's my wish.
2: Yeah. (laughs) That's a good one.
0: Yeah, that's a pretty good wish.
2: Honestly, I'd just be pretty boring. I'd be like, hey, I just want some money and be able to live in LA so I can collaborate with talented people and, you know... Maybe also wish that I, you know, I could sell a couple of things or something like that. But yeah, just filmmaking stuff is what I'd wish for, I guess.
3: Are you saying you can't collaborate with talented people right now?
2: Uh, it's a little bit tougher, and all the people that I kind of work <laughs> with or deal with around here in uh, St. John's, it's uh, not quite the caliber of L.A. I would say. Period. <laughs> Plus, a- a-
0: anyone else that's open to work with them makes some watch Leprechaun movies. Yeah. so... <laughs>
2: yeah, that would not be my first choice. I don't
1: think <laughs> it's true. The shade right now is a fucking real, and it's chilling.
0: <laughs> yeah, my wish, if I was gonna be like really uh, greedy, right now it's that uh, I'm trying to get a shelf from IKEA that's sold out <laughs> all over Canada you just wishing for a shelf? I just really I want a shelf.
3: every morning and every <laughs> night for him.
0: <laughs> I, I, oh my god. It's like, to put my books on, I have a lot of books, and they just need a home.
1: It's a very simple wish.
0: Simple wish, I'm a simple man. Or a
1: simple man, yeah. That's Ikea. Right, yeah. Not even like, you know, some kind of like, really fancy, like, handmade, you know, something that was like a one-of-a-kind shelf that some artisan on and like germany made no it's just a fucking ikea
2: (laughs) wait mike what what was your wish
0: he hasn't given us one yet
1: i didn't give you one um sadly it's literally that i could have enough money to live comfortably and not have to work with the public uh
3: yes honestly i
1: don't even like want anything big i just want to be able to like not deal with people and just like I don't even want lots of money. I just want to like be able to live comfortably, eat, and keep my apartment heated. That's pretty much it. And buy a game every now and then, like and wine. Like that's that's uh, not too or much or alternate wish, um, an endless supply of wine, <laughs> always at my fingertips that I didn't have to leave my house for, like a tap, uh, an endless tap. There we go. That's what I would. Yeah, that's what I would wish for. It's magic, it's just in the wall, and I just go up to it and, like,
0: pour the little spout, and, you know. You have to be very specific, because I feel like the Leprechaun would just somehow kill you with endless amounts of wine.
2: Yeah, I'm just thinking, like, with my wish of money in L.A. making a movie, I just wind up, like, <laughs> making pornography would or something. You make like Leprechaun, yeah, like, nine. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly, you just make more Leprechaun movies. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. That, that would be even worse, yeah. That would be terrible. Or
3: What you get to see name
1: t- written and directed by <laughs> Leprechaun 9. <laughs> leprechaun
2: 9. Leprechaun goes to Labrador. I don't know. <laughs>
3: or it's like a porn parody of Leprechaun.
2: Oh, that's even yeah, worse. Yeah, like,
3: like <laughs> a
1: Leprechaun or something. Like, <laughs> leprechaun.
2: If that was the title I came up with, like, I've truly just given up.
1: Right? <laughs> <laughs> or like... I don't know yet. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, um, I think your porn leprechaun would probably be better than any of the actual leprechaun movies. <laughs> I, I like try my be best. Very artful, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Full of nuance.
0: <laughs> I just can't wait for the wrong person to hear this and then they just that comes into an existence.
2: Oh my god.
1: Can you imagine? Can I just say the tagline for this episode needs to be leprechaun? <laughs>
2: Question mark? Question, Question
1: mark. mark.
3: <laughs> I like how every episode you're like, "This is what the tagline needs to be," and Rowan, I don't think has used one. <laughs> I always forget
0: the tagline. That
1: one, uh, listen, I am very used to two hours or two years and two hours. Two years into this thing. At my creative um, input being completely (laughs) ignored and invalidated, so it's fine. It's okay, I feel
3: your pain. (laughs) I just
0: always forget, guys. Well, let's get into it. We have two movies reviewed tonight, because if you remember, it was my pick. It's a double feature all for the year. So, Leprechaun, we'll start with this. Leprechaun 1993, the bio is... A horrific leprechaun goes on a rampage after his precious bag of gold coins is stolen. He uses all of his magical destructive powers to trick, terrorize, and kill anyone who is unlucky enough to hinder his relentless search. In a frantic attempt to survive the wrath of the leprechaun... Tori and her friends scramble to find the only weapon known to kill this Irish monster a four leaf clover possibly the longest letterbox bio we've ever read
2: yeah I think it's a testament to the quality of the movie when it just has to be described in like two paragraphs you know six sentences
3: I mean I'm gonna wreck the second movie right now but it's really (laughs) interesting because in the first movie they say only a clover can kill him and the second (laughs) movie they say only rod iron can film him.
2: i don't think they actually sat down and watched leprechaun
0: one no. when they went to make <laughs>
4: leprechaun two
2: it's true this
0: is very they true so i figured i'd briefly uh bring up just the director so this was the directorial debut of mark jones in terms of film he was known for tv Uh, He did Scooby-Doo episodes, and Elf, and A-Team, like shit like that. Nice. And then uh, he opted not to do Leprechaun 2 because he went and made Stillskin the horror movie.
2: Yeah, which I remember from like video stores back in the day, just in like the discount like beat horror section.
1: (laughs) Yes, and it actually, the the Stillskin looked freakishly like Similar to the design of Leprechaun. How odd. Uh, absolutely coincidentally.
0: Mm. There, there was actually a guy, like, a couple months ago in Halifax on Facebook Marketplace selling the, like, full-size standee of skin, like, from the video store.
2: You never picked that up? Come on, man.
0: I should have. I should have. <laughs>
3: Yeah,
1: that seems like a real row purchase.
3: <laughs> the only Rumpelstiltskin I've ever seen is when Mermaid Theater... So basically there's this, like, theater company around here, and they would come to school and perform plays, and they performed Rumpelstiltskin, and basically people were just, like, dressed in all black, and they would have these huge, like, puppets on them. That's the only time I've ever seen Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> it was scary.
0: It was... Probably not as scary as this film, no. by the looks of it. <laughs> so I was gonna say, in terms of actors, like work, it stars Warwick Davis. Most of these do, and then really the only person you need to bring up is Jennifer Aniston. Yep.
2: Who I thought was actually like in a relationship with her father at the beginning of this movie just because of like how fucked up, you know, Hollywood dating is or it's always like the young woman with like the really old man. So then when it was like, I don't know, 30 seconds in, she mentioned it was a daughter. I was like, oh, God, like just completely like wrong optics when I was starting this movie.
0: There was creepy vibes all through that beginning. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like we're a little
1: bit more now that now that we're in 2021 we're a little bit more, like, um, inclined to look for that or notice it a bit more, I guess. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, I'm sure people watching it back in the day probably didn't even, like, whatever, but, like, it probably wouldn't have even bothered them, but here we are. Yeah, it's like thank, when... Thank God we're not in that time.
2: Yeah, it's like when Leonardo DiCaprio, who's, like, 50, only dates, like, women from 18 to, like, 24 or something, you know? I was kind of like, oh, God, especially since she's, like, the spoiled rich kid like uh, Jennifer exactly. Aniston in, his, in this yeah. movie. I thought it was very much like, oh, this is my sugar baby
0: or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> you sure. know? Definitely yeah. a sugar daddy. Yeah. But
1: but um, the only other person we should note is that the guy that actually kind of like catches her eye is Ken Olant, who plays the painter guy, who was Rob in our favorite and everyone else's April Fool's Day.
0: <laughs> yeah, this one... Uh... I think this was like the only Leprechaun really that had like kind of actors that I was like, oh, I know who they that are. They actors
3: and
2: yeah, other than Warwick Davis, of course, but yeah, yeah. like. It was like, when I watched the second one, I was like, I recognize nobody other than, you know, Warwick Davis behind all this, like, shitload of makeup.
3: (laughs) I kind of like seeing Jennifer Aniston in it because it brought her down to earth for me. She's, like, America's sweetheart and has been for so, like, decades. But this, she's just, like, in a shitty
0: movie. You know who doesn't like to see Jennifer Aniston Leprechaun is Jennifer Jennifer Aniston. Aniston. I was going to say, I've
1: never forgiven her for, like... Completely like ign- like like blacklisting that movie.
2: Oh, I never even knew she did. Oh Tell yeah.
1: Oh yeah. yeah. She she absolutely like refuses to even acknowledge
0: it. Oh geez. Okay. Although I think I read like over the last couple years, I think she's become a little more open to it. I think kind of where now that horror is really having its, you know, heyday.
2: So I say the new Leprechaun movie that I may or may not be pitching is just Jennifer Aniston comes back after 30 years. <laughs> you know, she, she has PTSD and has this house built up just to fight against the Leprechaun. And there we go. That, yes, that's how we can start. the
1: return of Tori, it has to happen. This is Perfect. actually, yeah.
2: Especially since there's that one piece of gold left that that one guy, like it's at the end of the movie, it's still inside him, right? Or did I miss a scene? Like no, it's the, still what? inside him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There, there, there's some ways you can go with that for sure.
1: Yes, I'm sure it was no longer inside of him the next morning. But anyway. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but anyways. Well, there's what? only
0: there's only one way you can get it out, and that's with a leprechaun.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh well, look here. It's already got some traction, y'all. <laughs>
0: So before we get too much into it, Exilia, why don't you uh, explain the Bechdel test and hit them with it?
3: Okay. (laughs) So the Bechdel test is kind of a measurement um, for visual media, I'll say. And basically it's a measurement to see how one-dimensional they treat women in those media. So basically it's... Are there two women in the scene together talking about something other than a man? Are they named? And then I have my added dimension of intersectionality. Well, let me tell you, these movies failed miserably. So the first <laughs> one, <laughs> I think Jennifer Aniston might be literally the only woman in the entire movie. Am I well, wrong? There's the, I no, think so.
0: The wife at the beginning. Oh, yes, yes, Oh, yes. Grady's wife. Yeah, oh, that's true. yes.
3: Sorry for that, you know... 30 seconds at their beginning, O'Grady's wife's in it. And then on the second one... Well, we'll
0: wait for the second one.
3: Uh, okay, well, just remember <laughs> the definition for the second That's one. That's right,
0: we'll I won't make you say it, it. again. Uh, let's quickly talk about our first experiences. But first, this is how we're doing it all episode long. I'm randomly going to call on Exilia to hit us with a leprechaun quote.
3: Oh my god.
0: Hit us Hit us with wine.
3: <laughs> I want me pot of gold.
0: That's what that's what I wanted to hear. Oh, no. Okay, I'm, I'm going to call you out and say, that's a cop-out. But
1: anyway.
3: Buckles on me shoes. <laughs> oh,
1: God, no. <laughs> I don't remember anymore. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're not actually quotes. I'm pretty sure you're just, like,
0: putting on the Irish. No, they're real
3: quotes, I swear.
0: So, first experiences. Uh... We'll start with you, Mike. Is this the first time you have seen this film?
1: No, I saw the first couple um, many moons ago when me and my friend would be frequently tasked with babysitting her two younger sisters, and she had a really... Their their family was quite well off, and uh, they had a huge, huge big-screen TV, the only one I ever knew at that point, and, like, a big surround sound system, so we would, like just, like, make her sisters watch horror movies. we just go to the video store and, like, rent, like, 20 horror movies and just traumatize her sisters. And one night was Leprechaun Night, and that was my first time watching it. And we enjoyed it, but that was, like, a million years ago. So, has my opinion changed? We'll find out. But that... And and, then this was the first time in in the later part of my life that I watched them.
0: Dun-dun-dun.
2: It's definitely a film that needs to be seen on the biggest screen possible, for sure. Absolutely.
1: (laughs) And with as much, um... intoxicant in your system as possible. <laughs> if at all possible.
2: How about yourself, Colton? Well, you know, like the last couple movies, I, I first saw this at its world premiere at TIFF, of course, you know, all these years. <laughs> <laughs> A24 no. did distribute this. A24, yes. No, no, but like, I gave it a bad rap last episode when I was on, and I think the only pieces of Leprechaun I've actually seen is from like the later ones, like In the Hood, or, you know, yeah. just bits and pieces here. So... This was actually my first time watching Leprechaun 1 and 2, both within the last 24 hours, so... Welcome to the club! It was a bit of an experience, yeah.
0: (laughs) And how about you, Azealia? Uh,
3: so, you made me watch these when we lived in Toronto.
0: Yeah, I did. I got
3: about 10 minutes into the space one, and despite really liking space, I hate movies set in space, which is weird. Um, yeah, that's my experience with them.
0: And, uh... Yeah, I've seen these before. I have saw this when I was like seven, six or seven, I think. And oddly enough, one of the only times in my entire life that I've ever had like an actual like nightmare was about... Uh-oh. Was about the Leprechaun after I saw it the first time. I had, like, uh, like night paralysis, basically, when I was young, where I was awake, but I was, like, 100% positive the Leprechaun was coming out of my closet. <laughs> and I was, like... Trying to scream, but I couldn't scream, and it was, yeah, and then I, like, woke up. It was just creepy. But, uh, yeah, I've seen these, like, so many times that it's ridiculous.
1: It, it truly explains so much about you two as a person. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, well, I figured let's get right into it. I mean, we got two of these suckers we gotta talk about. So, favorite scene out of Leprechaun 1, Exilia.
3: Okay, so since I never do favorite kill, I decided I was going to do favorite kill. Okay. The favorite kill is obviously when Leprechaun goes into the pawn shop and kills the guy with bouncing on him with a pogo stick.
0: <laughs>
3: Might have been best kill, like, ever in a movie, I think.
0: <laughs> I I just really enjoy that the guy that's getting pogoed, like, they keep like turning the camera to his face and he's giving like the worst I'm dying faces. <laughs> and I just like it cuz in the special features they talk about how great of a job and great of a scene that is and I was like, "Ooh."
2: I uh, I admire that you sat through the special features. <laughs> oh,
0: I did. I did. It was
1: not sitting through. It was like legitimately he was looking forward to it and enjoying it. I really was. He was. I
0: really was. <laughs> Uh, Colton, how about you?
2: Honestly, like my, my favorite scene or favorite kill, whatever we want to go with, it's it's literally just right in the beginning of the movie when the old the wife gets pushed down the stairs. Like I I honestly don't know why I remember it like this, but you know there's that old like meme of Liam Neeson climbing over the fence in one of the taken movies, and there's like ten or twelve cuts of like him climbing over for some reason with this old woman falling down the stairs. Like I, I memorize it as like all these different cuts when she's rolling down and screaming but it was it was more so like i was just like oh okay this is the type of movie i'm getting into because the leprechaun like makes fun of her and then you know goes and gets a pot of tea or whatever but it was just kind of like it just set up like my expectations for the movie and then (laughs) it it was just like so stupid i
0: guess (laughs) uh i'll go next uh yeah mine is is the pogo stick one i just the one i remember the most and I think it's just schlocky fun. Yeah. Uh Mike, how about you? Um,
1: well, it was also a favorite kill because <laughs> I don't really know that any part of this movie <laughs> could be called a favorite, but it was the eyeball transplant. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I loved that, and then he's like an eye for an eye, and I was like, what, mom? <laughs> if, if only those were so easy. To do eyeball transplants i know it's like he literally just like and i bet you he was like david bowie then and had two different color eyes <laughs> he didn't even try he didn't even like kill somebody who you know had similar like, eyes who had a similar eye color he's like eh, you're here i'm taking your eye we're, just, we're gonna bowie it up why not that,
2: that would have been a neat little detail though if he did have different yeah. colored eyes from then on out but
1: yes oh see the nuance that you are going to bring to, <laughs> leprechaun, to leprechaun oh my
2: god yeah <laughs> I'm writing it down. I'm
1: telling you right now. <laughs> Sidecast following Colton's road to leprechaun.
0: Interesting enough, not an original scene like uh, from the original script. I do know that uh, when they made the film, the goal was for this to be a PG horror movie, and then basically. The studio just was like, this needs to be rated R. So that was like the eye transplant, the whole like snapping the cop's neck, all the, all the gore stuff was actually like reshoots. Just to add gore to it,
2: yeah I, I didn't do too much reading on this because I was like I ah, Rowan will probably have all the the insight <laughs> into this one but like I I read somewhere that Warwick Davis's performance was like too comedic so they went back and like added more gore and stuff like what you're saying like it yeah. was just like oh he, he had like kind of too much personality and too much comedy to the character like we need to make this scarier and gorier for modern horror audiences yeah
0: well, in... Wark Davis uh, talks about how he almost didn't really like that it was an R-rated movie. He just mm-hmm. kind of said, like, the performance and the character, he shaped it as, like, a PG horror that was, like, going to be a horror movie for kids. And that yeah. if, he, if he knew it was going to be R, he said it would actually it would have been a totally different portrayal of the leprechaun.
2: Interesting. Yeah, because I know he was coming off of, like, Willow or something at the time, wasn't he? Like I yeah. can't remember what year Willow was, but yeah, he was definitely in that more PG area for sure.
3: Um, when they distract him by chucking all of Jennifer Aniston's shoes at him, and he picks them up and is, like, shining them off, <laughs> but, then, <laughs> oh but God, then just, like, keeps chucking them back on the ground, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> But I All just right, thought I, that was so amusing.
2: <laughs> I have another favorite scene. It's when the leprechaun bursts his hand out of the drawer, grabs the dude's dick, and without a moment's <laughs> hesitation, the guy takes a shotgun and fires it at his crotch, like, instantly. I was like, man, this guy got some balls on him, like, jeez. <laughs> just instantaneously fires a shotgun at his crotch.
0: I will say, like, every time, every time I watch this movie, I actually hate it a little less. As someone that has seen it many times, I (laughs) always think this one's really bad. But I will say, like, I feel for, like, a schlocky 90s VHS horror. This is, like, the pinnacle of, like, what you could ask for. This is, like, every, like, ten-year-old going the Blockbusters dream. Just, like, that's the movie I want.
1: It is, and in a way, I, I actually do respect that, because it, it kind of has that, like, historical value. <laughs> I don't know if that's the right phrase, but, like, it kind of has that cultural cache in that it was, like, like you said, like the ultimate slumber party like ooh, yes, convince yes. my parents yeah. to like rent a scary movie for me and my friends that isn't gonna be too traumatizing and dark right
2: yeah i was gonna say it's one of those rated r horror movies that like parents who usually wouldn't rent like a horror movie for their kids would be like oh it's the leprechaun like how bad can it be right exactly. like it's not jason or freddie you know or yeah, michael myers like, it's the leprechaun like
1: you know they're not like all fucking and then getting like macheted up there you know hoo-hahs and stuff so you know i feel like because of that kind of tameness of it um it does have that like significance and you know i can i can appreciate that significance i'm i might not be a fan of the, (laughs) the movies myself spoiler alert but i i do really really appreciate their their importance to like large swaths of people at that point in their lives I will say that.
0: Also, like, is this kind of, uh, like, peak, like, uh, apex for, like, leprechauns? Does every leprechaun want to be in film? Like, the mm. ultimate portrayal, is it not?
1: Maybe one oh, of the only... Are there any others? Like, I can't even think of... I, I can't lepre- even
2: think about...
0: Leprechaun it. representation. So maybe uh, maybe Warwick Davis just knocked it out of the park. No one's ever wanted to do it again, because it was so good.
2: Yeah, like, I feel like there's a leprechaun in, like, I don't know, one of the Shrek movies or something, but yeah, <laughs> in, terms, in terms of leprechaun representation, yeah, it's probably the most leprechaun. It's the most bang for your buck if you're looking for leprechauns.
1: <laughs>
3: You're in the market
1: for <laughs> leprechauns. Oh my god, and when you finally make leprechaun, bang for your buck is gonna be the oh, <laughs> no, the, no.
3: the biggest bang for your Bang bang
1: terrible. for your no, bang for your buckle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Bang for I'll your bring buck. you on
2: board for marketing. <laughs> yeah. Mike. Listen, I
1: I am so ready to work with you on this movie. Like, I'm not gonna lie.
0: He's sold. He's ready. Oh, I man. take
1: back my wish. I wish for you to get this off the ground and me to be part of it.
0: <laughs> I thought uh another interesting thing I'd seen about this that I just thought was like really random, I brought up to Exilia earlier today. Uh I can't think of his name. I think his name is Deep Roy. He like Plays the main Oompa Loompa in Tim Burton's *Charlie and the Chocolate Factory*, but he's actually Warwick Davis's stunt double in this. Oh, really? Yeah, because I guess I ha- I didn't look at it closely enough, but they claim you can like really tell because he's actually like a lot taller than Warwick Davis. Okay. So they said in a lot of the scenes like you you're like that's not Warwick Davis like he's way taller.
2: I never noticed it when I was watching it but yeah I mean obviously if you go frame by frame you probably check it out yeah.
0: You didn't go frame by frame when watching this?
2: No, believe it or not I just let this Jeez. wash over me.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> It's, it's wash over you like a
1: sea of like anesthetic just numbing you <laughs> yeah 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 i got
2: there's like a, very clearly a point in my notes where i just stopped trying i got like notes for like i don't know the first 40 minutes kind of and i'm just like ah fuck it's leprechaun like, yeah it's, uh, <laughs> why am i
0: trying
1: let's not get too uh academic about it
0: <laughs> yeah i know 40 minutes into it is when the uh leprechaun idea struck him and then it was just <laughs>
1: yeah just outlining
2: from that point on yeah <laughs>
0: I mean, my biggest thing when watching this was just Jennifer Aniston. Really, was like far superior to anyone in this. Probably she was, that's yeah. probably why she next to Warwick. This. Like, I mean, I I think he did a good job for what he was <laughs> given, and I mean, well,
1: the funny thing is, he the, when you know I was watching it, and I realized that in the first one, yes, it's there, but it's more apparent in the second one as I feel like in most franchises is the case, but, like, right from the get-go, and I think what you were saying about him playing it comedically feeds into this, like, he seems to know that it's campy and fun. Yeah. He really plays that up. Like, he never, even in the first one, seems to be, like, taking it too seriously, whereas everybody else in the cast is really like like just playing it straight, you know. Yeah.
2: Well, he reminded me of, like a lot of like Freddy in terms of just being chatty and having like all these little sayings and whatnot. Like obviously is not as good as Freddy, but there was a lot of it when I was like, oh, they're like there's some whimsicalness and some cheese to this that like obviously Warwick Davis was leaning into completely by the second one.
3: Yeah, exactly. I can't remember which one it was, but Rowan and I when I think it's the first one when she calls on the phone. Yeah. yeah. A- and then he sticks his little like hand out and we're like mm-hmm. that's so Oh,
2: freddy nightmare yeah i i was hoping for more of that in the movie actually because like i said i haven't seen them and since since it was like uh he was reminding me a lot of freddy krueger i was hoping for some weird shit like that like you know contorting his body to different lengths or like kind of him being like full demon or you know stuff like that but obviously since it doesn't take place in like a dream world obviously there's you know limitations to some of that i guess at least with the first couple movies who knows where it goes after that but
1: yeah there should have been there was there was room there for more um Like surrealistic, yeah. Um, like use of him and like the lore and his abilities and stuff that they just didn't really sort of um take advantage of. Yeah, like like I said, it could have been surreal. It could, it you know, it wasn't a dream, but like a leprechaun exists. Yeah, there's magic in the movie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it's it's got that like liminal space between like kind of you know your everyday reality and like a totally magical you know other dimensions so like guys you know seriously take advantage of it yeah
2: i was existing in a liminal space for the latter half of this movie just (laughs) goes
1: it's like i was in a like quaalude (laughs) (laughs) ambient high yeah it's like i i would rather take ambient and sleepwalk than finish this movie
0: (laughs) my biggest issue is kind of i think It just didn't seem, like, overly well thought out in Mm -hmm. terms of, like, the magic and stuff. Like, they broke a lot of their own rules, like, within the film. Like, I kept saying to Exilia, like, there'd be times where, uh, kind of, like, the first time they shot him, and then he, like, reappears in the fridge and pops out of the fridge. Mm -hmm. But then there's, like, other times that he couldn't, or he didn't teleport Yeah. To places where I'm like, well, you could have just teleported. Yeah. Like, it just didn't really make any sense.
2: I I did like a lot of it just for it literally being like, ah, who cares? It's a magical leprechaun. Let's put him in the the engine bay. (laughs) Who cares? Let's put him inside the safe, which in the second one, it winds up being like a prison that he can't get out of. But in the first one, let's ignore that he was already in a safe. Uh,
1: Maybe it's like lead lined and it dampens uh, his abilities. Sure, it's we can so hand funny wave because it, but. One thing that I, I. Just one random thought that I had when I was watching the first one was I was like, first of all, I know why they're doing it because it's like literally just an excuse to put. A leprechaun in a like fucking go kart or whatever, but I'm like, why do they constantly have him like driving around in these little fucking vehicles? And where yeah. does he get them? I but also why that. is he driving like a little go kart and not just teleporting? Like I love the visual of it, but I'm like, it's just like he can fucking teleport. Like
3: I love the little car, and I love when he's driving it and it goes like re- he's like moving really
1: fast.
2: They just speed up the footage yeah. so he's not going like five miles. <laughs> yeah, area, just flying. I,
1: I love yeah. that. <laughs> are like the insurance company wouldn't let us go above ten,
0: so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just like that the go kart in the f- that he builds in the first one flips an entire truck. Yeah,
2: pickup th- truck in one. When you were talking about, yeah, that was yeah. so
0: funny. <laughs> It just yeah, didn't make any sense.
2: The, yeah, just literally when you were talking about, like, the logic or the magic of the movie is just like, yeah, like, obviously when there's a little go-kart flipping a whole pickup truck, it's like, alright, guys, like, this isn't in the realms of reality anymore.
1: It's, it, reality it's, has left the building.
2: Also did did cell phones exist like back then in 1993 like like I was only born in 92 but like she was like it looked like a pretty modern cell phone I, like compared to movie you know old cell phones right like
3: I think if you were like rich they okay. mi- might have
2: okay so it, it may have worked then but when I saw it like the fact that it was like a little like flip phone and stuff and not like just a big black brick I was mm-hmm. like man did that thing exist back then but that's okay. a good
0: question it, do- it does if uh, your father's also your sugar daddy <laughs> Oh god! I was gonna say just to go back to the magic for a second. I thought it was funny that they kind of like broke the logic within the first like three minutes, where we trap, we like we trap him in the crate. We Mm -hmm. put the four leaf clover on top of the crate. Yeah, but then his plan is to burn it, which would just burn the four leaf -leaf clover.
2: Yeah,
1: don't you know four leaf clovers are like notoriously um, fire resistant, so you should be, they... like, making houses and stuff out of them, just...
2: They can also hold up for a decade for no problem without <laughs> yeah. anyone disturbing it or, you know, like, rotting <laughs> away, you know? Just... I-, I was literally, like, after that guy, like, I thought he died at the beginning of the movie, oh, yeah. eight, right? Like, had a stroke or whatever, and I was like, okay, like, nobody searched his house, like, nobody came here in the ten years that happened to disturb a four-leaf clover on a crate or, like, check out, like, what what's inside of this old creepy crate, like... Right? right
1: and you know that thing would be dried as fuck and like oh, if yeah. you even walked if you looked at it it would blow off right like if you I'll breathed s- while in that house it would just go flying
2: yeah it also grows in size by like 3 or 4 times when it falls off the crate i guess like the original one was way too small to like focus on or whatever is yeah. like this huge four leaf clover that falls
0: off i'm still not also not 100% sure how ozzy ate a gold coin
3: um <laughs> when i was a kid i had this huge piggy bank Shaped as a crayon, and dumped all my pennies out on the floor, and then proceeded to eat a couple. <laughs> it Exilia. was really gross, but Exilia.
0: not the. I
3: was like four.
2: <laughs> yeah, like, like biting.
0: In the
3: world. Not the brightest crayon
2: in, not- the, in <laughs>
0: box. the box. So I got to uh, interrupt things because we know what time it is. It's Talk time for it. An- it's time for another quote.
3: What do I look like, me lad? See the hat, the buckles on me, shoes. Why am a leprechaun
4: <laughs>
2: oh, I, I don't know if that was on the mic or not, but like it like blew my eardrums at one point there And Exilia's delivery and it was even better.
1: More bang for your buckles. <laughs> oh god.
0: Mike is bringing um, all the buckle jokes tonight. I
1: listen. I it's all I have to contribute tonight, so I gotta I gotta like go hard. <laughs> okay.
0: I prepared I no leprechaun it. jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is there is there much more that you guys want to talk about this first film?
3: I just want to say I really want Jennifer Aniston's jean shorts, and when she has that gun,
1: they're pretty fucking sick.
3: They are. Well, and she has that gun and, like, the leather jacket and the jean shorts and the L.A. gear gear sneakers. She looks like... A, it's a serve. Yeah, she looks like a, like a
1: badass, like, valley girl.
2: <laughs> I think that's what oh they were God. going for. Yeah. 100%. Yeah.
1: My favorite... Actually, now, I, I hate that I didn't say this. This is actually, other than the eyeball transplant, my favorite part of the movie. When he gives her the shotgun and, you know, she's going outside and he goes... Do you know how to use that? And she like fucking cocks yeah. it like a goddamn soldier and goes, "No." <laughs> 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 oh my god, this is amazing. This was that right there like they yeah, that was that was the the height of the production right there. I like that too.
2: Yeah, the um, the only also thing I- I-
1: the rainbow that they used in the first movie literally had three colors. It was like <laughs> yeah. red, blue, green. Remember when it was the like rainbow a went today? Rainbow, right? yeah. it was like yeah. they couldn't, they couldn't afford the full spectrum of Roy G. Pivs, so it was just like <laughs> red, green, blue. It was Ruth Bader Ginsburg rainbow, like just going right to the pot of gold. Yeah, I
2: think the only thing that's worth like acknowledging is just first of all that, you know, the leprechaun makeup is pretty decent at times and like the right lighting. It was. Yeah, that's yeah, it where is the pretty well went. done. <laughs> yeah, for sure, especially like probably with how long he would have to spend in the chair each day. And uh I mean, the gum with the four-leaf clover right at the end, when it gets fired into his mouth, like, it is a pretty good, like, little, you know, his his face starts melting and he falls down the well. Like, it is a pretty good moment, for sure.
0: I I like that part. An interesting fact about that part was, uh, Ixily and I had read today that, so, the scene where he eats the cereal they actually did get the licensing from Lucky Charms.
2: Oh, really? Because Was but, it called Lucky Charms in the no, movie? No, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. So
0: what happened was that Lucky Charms, the co- company, who is it, like Kellogg's or whoever? Yeah, General G- Mills. General maybe, Mills. Yeah. Gen- yeah. General Mills. They got to screen the film and basically was just like, this is a giant piece of shit. We <laughs> and they re- they revoke the license <laughs> so they had to go back reshoot the scene rename the box of cereal and so the ending had to be reshot cause the ending originally the kid when he shoots the gum he says your luck's run out and mm-hmm. shoots it so it was actually their little like jab at general mills where he said they the kid says fuck you lucky charms uh, yeah i mean that
2: that's a better last line than your luck is run out to be fair i think yeah
0: it really is also yeah.
1: to really drive that point home they should have had him like piss on the cereal or like shit in the box or something, <laughs> <laughs> just to like you know mm-mm. <laughs> Fuck you, General Mills, Your fucking, like, nuclear weapon funding <laughs> piece of shit.
0: <laughs> I feel pretty good to get into, uh, rating it. We still have a whole other film to talk about. We do, indeed. Uh, so, let's start with Exilia.
3: I'm gonna rate it an okay. It's, you know, it's Okay. It's not the worst <laughs> thing I've ever seen, I guess. And it's also definitely not the best. <laughs> um, But this is my second, I think, second or third time seeing it. And I do actually have a little bit of a soft spot in my heart for it. But yeah, I'll give it an okay.
0: Right on.
1: uh, Mike, let's go with you next. Okay, so I started this recording fully fully and completely prepared (laughs) to give it, like, the most bottom nay ever, (laughs) like, just on the floor, like, but in the process of talking about it and having a laugh at it, I realize that it probably deserves an okay because of its, like, kind of slumber party significance, and I feel like the context in which you view it would probably make it better. Yeah. Like, I feel like the way we've been having a laugh talking about it, it's much better to, like, get together, like, if you're a bunch of kids and watch it, or, like, adults and you're having a few drinks or, like, having a toke or whatever, you know what I mean? And just laughing at it. Whereas sitting in my apartment by myself during fucking (laughs) lockdown. Yeah. Drinking wine by myself, you know what I mean? Like, it just, just didn't hit the same. Yeah. So I feel like I'm definitely going to upgrade it to an okay. I'm not going to give it above that because I still think it's awful. But, like, it's it definitely gets an okay because I think it is, like, a a ultimate slumber party movie. I will say that. Yeah. It's,
3: it's, like, a fun movie.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, you know, you don't go into it expecting, you know, a fucking goddamn Oscar or something so yeah
2: how about yourself Colton yeah it's the same for me like uh, I went into it kind of expecting it to be completely awful as like people would expect you know from the last episode but um I I wound up kind of being like okay like Warwick Davis's performance is pretty good the makeup's good there's a couple of kills I'm not gonna lie there's a a couple of lines every now and then that got me like just really stupid shit when like the little kid is like you know uh what does he say like good going jaws or something when he like (laughs) swallows the coin or whatever it is it's just it's just some of those lines that are like so innocent from 90s movies that i was kind of like okay this is endearing so yeah i'm gonna give it an okay as well it's it's not terrible that's for sure so i've seen a lot worse so
0: all right well and i'm actually uh are we still giving out Slay pluses or no, no. Oh my God. no I'm Jesus. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it an okay as well. I think uh I think it deserves more than an A. Like I said, to me this is this is the epitome of like the blockbuster home video age. Mm-hmm. Which uh they talk about. Like if you do pick it up on Blu-ray, like they talk about uh on the special features with like the guy that runs or ran Tri Star Pictures, he was saying they came up with these movies by thinking of the concept in the poster first and then went from there
2: yeah it really it really feels like one of those movies that it's like okay what uh you know holiday of the year haven't we kind of given a horror movie treatment to yet and it's like all right we can make a leprechaun look kind of scary
0: in the right light i guess yeah exactly and like i said i think it's fun like for an entry-level horror movie like if you're a kid yeah
1: that's what it is an entry-level horror movie it's a step above the, like, PG-13 stuff that you'd see on, like, a network TV on, like, you know, at, like, 11 o'clock or whatever. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I- exactly. So, I guess it's time to get into the budget game, and, uh, I
3: can't say it, because I heard it on the special features, but I can say how much it made, because I don't know that.
0: That's right. Okay. So, uh, if you're new to the episode and you don't know how it works, I know how much it cost, and how much it made, and these guys... We'll fight to the death uh, to figure it out, or at least just somewhat care. So how much did it cost? Exilia has exempted herself. So we'll go with you, Colton.
2: I, I got a feeling like that makeup, like, I, I don't know how long it took to shoot this thing. I would hope, like, n- not more than, like, 20 days. Uh, but that makeup, I think, and Warwick Davis is in a lot of the movies expensive. I'm going to go with, like two million three two million dollars I'll go with because you know it doesn't have enough sets and stuff to be super flashy I don't think all
0: right and how about you Mike <laughs> five hundred thousand dollars Bob oh all right so <laughs> i wonder I'm underselling it too yeah so the winner's gonna be Mike on this one <laughs>
2: <laughs> you bastard
1: one million
0: and one dollar so it costs nine hundred thousand. To oh, okay. Uh yeah. I was being a troll, but that's honestly
1: like shocking to I me. Mean, <laughs> very,
0: uh, very indie budget. This uh, was TriStar. It's tri- is it TriStar or TriMark? I think it's TriMark that puts it out, isn't it? I think it started out as
1: TriStar and they changed to TriMark.
0: I don't or know something. Anyway, this was the first film like this company put out like and funded themselves so yeah it wasn't like a huge budget uh let's go to what did it make and exilia can join in on this one so exilia we'll let you have first crack at it
3: maybe like 2.3 million
0: dollars all right, uh, Colton. Mm-hmm.
2: I'm going to go a little bit more than that because it was enough to like rush a sequel within a year because I think the next one just came out one year later. I'm going to go with like s- $6 million. All
1: right, all right. And Mike. Yeah, I was thinking about that. I was thinking about like $4.5 like four and a half to $5 million because I feel like in 1993, you know, that was still a fair amount of money for a low-budget movie, so.
0: Yeah. All right, well, Colton's going to take it. Uh, it made $8.6 million. Ooh, mm, nice. It was very successful. And like Colton said, they rushed a sequel the year after. And speaking of sequels, I say, let's uh, get into the trailer for Leprechaun 2 and get into that.
4: Soon, my dear. It's almost time.
0: True love can be
4: hard to find. For some, it takes a lifetime.
0: For him, it took a thousand years. God bless you. And now that he's finally found her, he's going to love her.
4: I'm back.
0: To death. Bridget! All right, so let's get into the bio for Leprechaun 2. This one is just as long, also. This time... Luck has nothing to do with it. A thousand years ago, the Leprechaun left a bloody trail when he ripped through the countryside in search of his stolen gold. Now he's back in the big city using all of his deadly tricks to snare the girl of his nightmares. His bloody quest becomes more deadly when her boyfriend steals one of the leprechaun's gold coins. The town soon discovers two dead bodies and a trail of gold dust leads them to the leprechaun's lair.
2: Is that what we were supposed to get from the movie or?
0: <laughs> no, I'm like, did somebody like just drop acid
1: and write that? synopsis because I feel like it's literally has nothing to do with the movie.
0: Yeah, very uh, interesting synopsis. But first, I A, I'm not getting into any of the actors because none of these actors are really mentionable other than Warwick Davis. No, no, no. no, no.
1: I will disagree with you for in one point. Well, three points. Um none of them were main characters. <laughs> but the actually that's not true. The guy who and I will say most of them I don't know their names. Um the the guy that played the like boss of the main character.
0: Yeah, Morty.
1: Yeah. He was in a bunch of Seinfeld episodes. Whoa, yeah, I <laughs> so guess. So I knew him from that. He was he was in a bunch of Seinfeld episodes. So really nobody. He was also but, in
0: Sid and Nancy. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. He was in a bunch of like random movies too. But also two of the people in the like the tour car the yeah twins. yeah um one was clint howard of course so like mm-hmm. you know yeah. obviously like cult bit part icon and uh, his wife was played by kimmy robertson who plays the secretary at the police station in all of the twin peak series and movies so that's kind of a cool little very like, cool she's also a cult figure you know Okay. I, I've never seen her in anything else, and this was I was very excited to see her with her little squeaky voice and her cute blonde hair. So, other than that, a bunch of nobodies.
3: She remind Have you anybody seen um, Kimmy Schmidt? Mm-hmm. She reminds me of the landlord in Kimmy Schmidt.
0: Oh, absolutely! Yeah, yeah. I always forget her name.
3: I can't remember it either. She's in Adam's family as well.
0: Yes. Um, yeah, Ka-
1: uh, Carol Kane.
0: Yeah, that's who I'm thinking of. Legend, icon. Yeah, icon. So. I would not tell Exilia anything about the director because I just wanted, wanted to watch her face. Because
3: I thought Rodman Flender what an interesting name. It sounds like a fish. Yeah. It, f- it sounds like
2: a fake name. It sounds like <laughs> if I was a director and I was like I just made a piece of shit movie and I just want like a fake <laughs> name because I, I have to be credited by the DGA. I, I And I don't know if that's the case but I was like this sounds like a fake ass
3: name if I ever heard one. Actually they talked about a funny thing on the credits because he what did you direct a couple of Episodes of Party of Five, and Scott Wolf was like talking shit about Leprechaun and how it got like a sequel, and he was just like, "Yeah, I was the one that directed that movie," and he's like, "No, like the guy's name is like basically thought he had a fake name."
1: Why would you randomly be talking shit on the set of Party of Five about the Leprechaun? Because it probably
3: came out around the same time.
1: (laughs) So I just I whatever I. I feel like that's a fabricated story. I don't know. I mean, that's I-
3: what it
0: says. <laughs> Rodman Flender. <laughs> it's on the thing. Rodman Flender. It may have not really hit it big in film, but in the TV world, he's done some stuff.
2: All right, let's hear it. So, so like what?
0: We'll start with less shock in Exilia's face. So he did some episodes of Tales from the Crypt, the live action show. Oh. Yes. He did Party of 5. He did some episodes of Dawson's Creek. Uh the, the Scream television show, he did some episodes oh, wow. of.
1: That's, that very recent.
0: Uh some episodes of The Office. Oh, okay. Uh some episodes of Ugly Betty. Oh my god, Ugly Betty? Can we
1: just talk about Under serves? Serves? anyway? Did he
3: do the su- Did he do Superstore?
1: No. Okay. Just
0: wait.
3: I thought you were trying. So
0: on. all the all the America Ferrara <laughs> yeah. series, all the America Ferrara series. Yeah. So here's the last three. Well, it's the big reveal. Where, the big reveal. Out. So a show Exilia loved. Suburgatory. Oh, what?
1: I love that oh show. Oh my god, one of my favorite shows ever, starring Qu- Scream Queen Jane Levy. Also,
3: the brother from Six Feet Under? G- Brenda Chenoweth's brother, Billy?
1: Uh yes. He's oh, the dad. Oh, of course. Alicia Silverstone pops up. Like, Cheryl Hines. It's truly, like, the one of the most underrated TV comedies of, like, the last ten years. And I will never forgive america for sleeping on it
3: i know and it was cut too short
1: and also the daughter from weeds like the cast on that is out of this world but anyway i'm glad that he was involved with that because every episode of that is a gym
0: so his only other film idle hands oh wow no way
2: Mm
1: -hmm. yeah no way Mm -hmm. i knew that one yeah that's that actually shocks me i had no idea
0: now I need, like, some serious, like, who wants to be a millionaire, like, dun-dun-dun music. <laughs> so now- like
1: The Leprechauns were, like, the early 90s, like... This is
0: 1994. Sleepover
1: movie, and then, like, the late 90s, early 2000s, Idle Hands would definitely have been a, like, slumber party movie for that same age group.
0: So, early 2000s... What do teenagers love more than he directed episodes of The OC?
2: What? Oh, oh, oh. shit! All right, I'm on board.
1: <laughs> crossover. Yeah, this is this is yeah, crossover dream. I,
0: yeah,
2: like a lot of episodes. Rowan or just like one? or I, two, I think you he, know?
0: I think he did like two or three.
2: Oh, okay. All right.
0: It does. It's still the fact. It's still that impressive. Involved, yeah. No, no, yeah,
2: I'm not shitting on it. I'm just, I'm just, I was wondering if he was like instrumental in it, you know, or if it was no. just a couple episodes. Baby,
1: yeah. Can you imagine if he was like one of the like unseen, <laughs> unheralded driving forces behind the OC, I would actually like track this man down and send him a fan letter. <laughs> I, w-
2: I was hoping Rowan was going to be like, oh yeah, he directed, you know, three episodes of Breaking Bad and I was just going to
1: lose my fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He directed the series premiere of Breaking Bad. <laughs> yeah. Vince Gilligan, you know, is his yeah. pen name.
0: <laughs> so, let's get into the Bechtel test for this bad boy. Exilia.
3: Well, as far as I could count, there's about three women in it. One is forcibly kidnapped and forcibly wed to leprechaun and also let's just
1: call her the sex slave that she is
3: yeah and he also wants to impregnate her with his litter of leprechauns um And then the other two are wives on the dark side tour, so let's just say it didn't pass.
2: Uh, there's a there's a couple of like uh, little people in the bar that are women as right. well. Okay, and like, but some, yeah, it's like very extras. small. <laughs> yeah, very very small amounts. Yeah,
0: I'm gonna have to stop you guys there though because we're gonna have to come with another another one, as DJ Khaled says. Oh no! Give it to us, Exilia. <laughs>
3: Okay. She sneezes once, she sneezes twice. She <laughs> not this! Sneezes, not this! She, she sneezes not this, twice. Not this, <laughs> she'll be, not this! She'll be me bride when she not sneezes this. thrice.
1: <laughs> not this.
3: Not this. I also, just to get this out of the way, I have a leprechaun's home has many surprises. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think the real I think the real tagline for any this,
3: Irish person listening to this.
0: <laughs> I think the real tagline for this episode should just be not this yes yes, yes.
1: yes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> do not forget that tomorrow please
0: <laughs> so let's talk about first experiences uh, we'll start with you this time AXILIA
3: I saw it one other time. (laughs) I was just trying to remember.
0: Uh, how about you, Colton?
2: Yeah, this was my first time. I watched it, you know, this afternoon, and I wasn't really looking forward to it too much after last night, because I was like, if the first one is only this good, the second one's going to be even worse. So, but yeah, this afternoon is when I saw it.
1: Mike? Um, again, it's sort of the same, like, we watched the first couple when we were babysitting, so, and, and I hadn't watched the second one since. I actually barely remembered anything about the plot such as it is. Um so yeah, the the really the first time since I was a teenager that I watched it was today. Was a few hours ago. <laughs> Honestly. While while I was playing Dead by Daylight, between rounds I was watching oh <laughs> Chunks of this movie. <laughs> yeah. Y'all may have seen me on my PS5.
0: <laughs> this one I've probably seen. Out of the first three, I've seen this the least amount of times. This isn't uh, one that I, I put in often. So, yeah, I've probably only seen this maybe... This might be my third time. That, I mean, that might be three times too many. We'll find out. <laughs> uh, well, let's get into our favorite scenes of this one. Uh, we'll start with you this time, Mike.
1: Okay, Um, my favorite scene is the whole, like, vignette of the dude taking all those couples out on the the tour. <laughs> because, honestly, while that was happening, first of all, all the actors that were playing the, like, couples, like I said, well, two, I don't know who two of them were, but the other two, like, were kind of cult figures that I know and love. And I just found them all very charming, and I thought that it was kind of really funny and diverting. And the whole time I was watching it, because I was not in the heads I was in the headspace of, I'm watching these awful movies and I didn't want to be. That... Payback. I, I, I was very... I was very happy at that point to be forgetting that I was actually watching a Leprechaun movie because the <laughs> Leprechaun just wasn't in it for like 20 minutes and it was just this guy driving these bitching couples around. And I was actually... I really enjoyed that. I thought it was like a nice kind of like weird, bizarre... Um, detour from like the actual leprechaun plot Mm -hmm. and i don't really understand why it was there other than to like get them from point a to point b but it was like a really prolonged journey (laughs) but uh yeah that was my favorite part honestly the whole like that whole beginning section with him getting getting uh her to the go-kart track or whatever you want to call it yeah (laughs) I I just thought it was really like charming and funny
0: and corny so yeah how about yourself colton favorite scene or kill
2: uh favorite scene is like it's the same thing for me that it's like my favorite kill it's definitely like the the pot of gold inside of the guy's gut like oh, when he gets three wishes like it is so silly and like how extended his stomach gets and like drapes across the floor and stuff too since the pot is inside and it's well, i just... was
1: watching that and going this is me during quarantine but like just <laughs> accelerated yeah a hundred percent yeah
2: that That was my favorite part, but then I was also kind of, like I said, reflecting on the first one and being like, wait, he was in a safe in the first one, and he wasn't, like, burning alive in it, but... Yeah, no, that was probably my favorite scene of this one, other than the one line uh, where, like, the guy at the go-kart track delivers it to, like, the... to Bridget, and it's like, you know, I took the whole night off for you, and what about those chili dogs? Oh my god, I
1: know, the chili dogs, I I wrote down the chili dogs. I was was like, like, what? were you really gonna, like... Try to fuck after having like a feed of chili dogs. Chili dogs. No. Like, yeah, like yeah. no, no. You do not like have chili dogs and then fuck. Like that's not <laughs> how it works. I feel ba- bad for her
3: because everybody's just using her for sex. Yeah,
1: I know, and, like she's not even that hot.
2: <laughs> chili dog and chill. Yeah,
1: chili oh, dog and god, chill. Oh god, no. Oh, <laughs> I I'm just like thinking of the like restroom nightmare. <laughs> that
2: that would be i i just uh i when this movie started i was just like man this girl's a a far cry from jennifer aniston but i'm not i'm not just talking about her looks but like her accent and her acting and everything too it's it's very strange like i'm not sure what accent she had the entire movie but it was like it was very a very weird accent and then her acting is uh It's uh, certainly not, like, A-list quality, that's for sure.
1: I felt like because her ancestor was supposed to be Irish, but she was in America, I feel like they said to her, be Mm. vaguely Irish. Oh, God, I never Irish. And so the whole movie, I was interpreting everything that she said as vaguely Irish, and it made sense in that I was, like, inventing this, like, dimension. Reason why she had a bad accent. Yeah, exactly. I was essentially just, like, excusing the awful... Acting.
3: Her yeah. her accent Irish accents almost as good
0: as mine. Yeah, we need like a list- <laughs> I would say yours is better. <laughs> we need a listeners poll: whose accent's better, Exilia or Bridget? Going
2: Exilia all the way on that
0: one. Yeah. yeah. How about yourself, Exilia? Favorite scene? Favorite kill?
3: So I actually really liked all of the kills in this movie. Normally, when you ask me favorite kill, that's why I always pick scene, because I'm like, can't remember. But I think my favorite kill has to be when he's at the the coffee shop and the barista's, like, the guy from Mad TV and he's making fun <gasps> Michael
1: of Michael McDonald! Yeah. God, that was <laughs> such a cool moment.
3: And he, like... uh like, stigmata's his hands with forks And then, like, kills him stigmatas with... Stigmata's <laughs> is a verb! <laughs> oh my god, I
1: love it! I'm using stigmata as a verb from now on. Okay. I got stigmata <laughs>
3: And, and he, like, you puts a steamer in his face from, like, the coffee machine or whatever. I've never been a barista, but I'm assuming that's what that was.
1: <laughs> no, it was. Yeah, it was okay. the steaming one for, like, you know, making lattes and stuff. And, and I just,
3: as, like... A person who has worked in the service sector before, I'm just like, ugh.
1: Oh my god, when he was saying, pay up so I can leave, I was like, this is my entire fucking life. (laughs) Yes. Go to the cash register and get the fuck out, please. (laughs) Well, what was kind
0: of interesting is, like, Robin Flender, he said in an interview, like, he's always been obsessed with character actors so he was saying that was, like, a big casting choice and this, was he just didn't care about, like, getting someone big or anything like that. But that's
1: what it was. Like, all those little bit parts and stuff were all, like, weird cult people that have, like, very strong personalities, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, and I won't go too much into my favorite scene kill. Mine is also the pot of gold in Morty's stomach. I yeah. think I think that is amazing. No one
3: picked where he had the fan, and he thought they were. Oh yeah, the titties, titty fan is I call it. And then
0: his it. head oh, yeah. gets yeah.
3: fanned. That was to pretty. Death.
0: I, my issue is you didn't really see it.
3: Oh, okay, so if you saw it, you I liked. It, it, if
0: I had a saw some, I would have liked it better. I like that. Yeah, it was like a shadow, and then yeah, yeah, like at the
2: front door for like a split second. I think the body swings down in front of it or something. Yeah,
0: yeah. I like I like the visual of the pot of gold. It's pretty cool.
1: But can we also talk about how that pot of gold stomach scene was very clearly inspired by and/or a reference to? Um, Nightmare on Elm Street 2 when Freddy's coming out of the stomach including the using a fingernail to split it open yeah oh right yeah. cause he's, he cut open his stomach with the mm-hmm, finger with like his fingers yeah like, now,
0: yeah, like Now you have me wanting to watch all the leprechauns, because we had a Nightmare on Elm Street 1 reference in the first one. God, you started
3: this. Now a Nightmare
0: on Elm Street to. 2 reference in the second one. I'm the one
3: that has to watch all these. Now. I wonder I'm if, if it
1: continues yeah. to go yeah.
0: on. I know, I feel so awful for you, girl. <laughs> Thank you. I think kind of the big elephant in the room with this... Oh, wait, hang on, hang on,
1: rewind, there's also another Nightmare on Elm Street reference in this movie.
0: Oh, well, do tell. I
1: actually, I looked at my notes and was like, oh yeah, so, I thought also that there was another reference, um, when he gets, like, resurrected or whatever, um, with the, um, I'm gonna call it the Magical Hobo Whiskey, (laughs) the Canadian, (laughs) Canadian Club Whiskey, um, that magically resurrects him, um, even though it's nowhere near where he got buried in the first movie. <laughs> um, I thought that that was a reference to the flaming dog piss from Nightmare on Elm Street 4. Uh, so I'm just saying, maybe it's me projecting another franchise onto this one, but I just saw Nightmare on Elm Street references all over this, so I'm sorry for interrupting, I but I just had to throw that in, because that was literally magic piss whiskey equals fire dog piss.
0: <laughs> <laughs> No, all I was saying was, I think, like, the biggest elephant in the room with this film... Is, is- how
3: Cody doesn't have a bottom sheet on his bed.
0: <laughs>
3: no. That's the scariest thing about this movie.
0: I didn't notice <laughs> No, that. it is.
1: When you see uh, somebody that doesn't have a bottom sheet on their bed, you can smell that bedroom. <laughs>
4: Oh, you can god. smell
1: it And if you look at the window You know there's a fucking sheet Tacked over it Instead of a fucking curtain <laughs> That's where the bottom sheet went The bottom sheet is over the window That's what I'm saying Like Oh my <laughs> god no The bottom sheet is over the Imagine window Imagine putting
3: a fitted sheet up on your yeah. window Yeah <laughs> Sorry, bro. <laughs> it's okay. No, what- I
1: can't even put a fitted sheet on my bed
0: still, let
1: alone over a window. So if you can do that, more power to you.
0: What I was going to say is just the fact that this movie clearly throws out everything mm-hmm. from the first yeah, film. it
1: does. Yes, okay, so I, my big issue, and I'm, this is so fucking stupid, but like, you know, he says in the first one to whoever as he's going to kill him, like, I've you know been waiting for this for six hundred years or I'm six hundred no he's like you know I'm six hundred years old or whatever He very specifically says that he's six hundred years old, and then in this movie that takes place <laughs> one year later, it's supposed to be a thousand, thousand. years. I'm like, is this set four hundred years in the future, and a thousand like, years since this? he
3: saw her not that since he's been
1: born yes yeah, so so oh, theoretically yeah. he's even older. Mm-hmm. So my question is, and now I know this is more likely of the two options: do they just not give a fuck and like completely ignored? Yes, the complete timeline <laughs> of the first movie. Or yes. hear me out: is this actually doing something really radical for horror <laughs> series? And every single movie is it actually a different leprechaun? So is it like Doctor Who, and he gets reincarnated? I have both like, solutions. Every, every like like it's not it's the same like spirit but not the same actual thing, right? Like, is he actually thousands of years old, and was that body just six hundred years old? Time you is know? a social construct. You're Time know. is a social construct. E equals mc squared.
0: So the cop out from the I think the director and then War Davis, but you could tell he was pretty pissed off about it. In all the interviews, was that they never explicitly said it is the same leprechaun? Okay, yeah.
1: See, that's I was like, such, a and cop that's bitch. that's what I thought. And it exactly. is a cop out. And I yes. was like, but is this is this their excuse for why they're ignoring the timeline of the first one? But also, you could easily negate that criticism by just saying like it's a different leprechaun, and just have them all played by Warwick Davis, nobody would care. Nobody would go, we we want all our different leprechauns played by other people, you know? Like, nobody would say that. It's like saying, well, we want all of our Freddies played by different actors. No, everyone wants to see Robert England. Everybody yes. wants to see Warwick Davis. So just say, yeah, every movie, it's a different leprechaun. It's like like an anthology series. It's like American Horror Story. Like, you have the same actors playing different roles, but they're not the same characters, you know? Maybe
3: that's why they pop up in different places. Like... LA and the hood and yeah, instead space. of being the well,
1: <laughs> instead of being, you know, because I just assumed because I could not remember number two for the life of me. I couldn't remember the plots of either of the movies, but I just assumed that they were going to, like, someone visits the farm because it was like, oh, my God, like, the you know, shit went down here last year or two years ago or whatever, and they, like, accidentally revive them.
3: But are there inconsistencies, like, with every movie? Because I feel like if there's not, then it it totally kills that theory.
0: Yeah, I can't really remember because it's been so long since I've seen them, but I would be interested to go back and see... How he's resurrected in the third one, I guess.
2: It's just so strange because they have such a clean start for the Leprechaun 2 sequel and just like, hey, there's one piece of gold left. Like, even if they wanted to do this, like, romance subplot, they could have literally been like, hey, this guy who had the one piece of gold has, like, a daughter or something that the Leprechaun likes when he goes to kill him to take back the piece of gold. Like, I don't understand why they had to do this, like thousand years ago change yeah, everything they, about what we know this weird right
1: double motivation it was like the yeah. gold and this bizarre thousand year subplot
2: yeah i i it's so strange yeah
1: although i will say i the the one serve of this movie was in the modern part and the ancient part the the slave collar thing was actually really nicely designed <laughs> Okay, <laughs> that's a weird thing to say, but like, like as a as a like like looking at it as a prop, like I thought that the like design on the metal and stuff was really nice, and the like heart um lock on hers, even though she was a fucking sex slave, which is disgusting. <laughs> you know, like yeah. just looking at it aesthetically as a as a prop from a movie, I thought was like the, the whoever designed that the the like costume department did a really good job.
3: And speaking of the costume department. Can we please speak about the dad's, like, patchy pube beard mustache thing?
2: I was literally just about to say that, but I let you go ahead. It's just, like, it's so atrocious in the, like, thousand-year-old it's flashback. terrible. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it looks yeah, like it, they it, took pubes and just, like, put it, like, in random they <laughs> spots.
2: They just got the Elmer's glue out, yeah. you know, rubbed it on yeah. his jaw, you know, put some pubes on there. It, it's atrocious. It's yeah, terrible. they're so, like,
1: we got, like, four hours to bang this shoot out it's only two minutes of the movie like let's do it we
2: we spent three and a half hours on warwick davis's makeup here we got five minutes for you to get this beard on like that's very clearly what it is
1: our our makeup artist is literally about to go home for the night so get the fuck in there
2: yeah
0: there was a lot of uh rough things i i really laughed every time i saw like the uh the cave the home yeah because i was like man this looks really bad like it Literally just looks like styrofoam. Also, when, oh, yeah.
3: when she first gets in there and realizes that she can't leave or whatever, and she, there's literally a door, like little steps with a door out next to her, <laughs> but she chooses to run the completely opposite way.
0: Yeah. I find that
3: really confusing. A lot of
0: bad choices in this.
2: I, I like the Scooby-Doo scene near the end where they're just running through the hallways and they keep, like, <laughs> looping around again. Yeah. And it's, like, it's it's funny. Like, they couldn't even match the shot perfectly. Like, every single time they jump back to a different, you know, to show them come out of the hallway again. You can see the lighting change flicker, like, like slightly. And I'm just, like, you guys couldn't just leave, like, the camera running or have, like, the hallway loop around in the background or something? It's so yeah. it's so strange. It's just, like, oh, no, I was just going to say, yeah, it's so strange. Like, there's not too much artistry in that at all.
3: I also... I think that the second one is completely lacking in clovers. I can't think of seeing any four-leaf clovers.
2: There's one on, uh, as soon as you come into the movie, like, when it goes a thousand years later, there's, like, a St. Paddy's Day clover on a street sign, I think. And I was like, okay, uh, is that going to okay. factor in somehow? But yeah, it, it no. is Yeah, it's very like it's a
1: foreshadowing, right? Yeah, 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 but no. No, they, they totally, like, forego... The like clover thing for the wrought iron. So strange. <laughs> they're no, but they're like we're in the city. Where are they gonna fucking hunt for clovers? Like they're gonna go to like oh look, there's a patch, there's a patch of grass under that tree over there. Like let's go find a clover over there. Also, <laughs> is
3: every citizen issued like a book of a guide for gold coins?
1: Mm, yeah, everybody has ha- And it's, has it's got them. to be, it's got to be at least. 30 inches tall. Yeah. Let me just <laughs> whip this out. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Did appre- like, I did kind of appreciate the, like, the lore building on it, though. Like, I think I like the mythical direction this one took, uh, like, and built up. Well, it's up. nice
1: that they went back and, like, delved into because he is very old, so it's nice that they, you know, did kind of go back in time and touch on even yeah, the fact that he was doing nefarious things. Yeah. hundreds of years ago. Yeah,
0: like I thought. I thought that was good. I know. You know, interestingly enough, I know Wark Davis was not a huge fan of this one, and kind of all the things that we're like talking about is he just kind of felt they threw away all the rules of the first one. Yeah. Uh, yet again, another Nightmare on Elm Street similarity. I think where yeah
3: that's why they did it they made it completely inconsistent because yeah, it's a throwback to nightmare <laughs> on elm
1: street everything wants to be nightmare on elm street 2 freddy's revenge because it's literally one of the greatest horror movies to have ever been produced period. like i
2: honestly so. wonder like with how much it diverges like you could have kept that like mythical you know thousand years later and that cool tapestry to show like you know the family tree Oh, the family could...
1: tree was really beautiful that was really nicely done i'm glad yeah, you could it up
2: Yeah, you could have kept that and then still like made the narrative like go from one to the other with like the piece of gold or something. Right. Like, I don't know why they had to throw that out. Like it it completely ignores everything. You could have just expanded on the the myth and basically been like, hey, you know, he's stronger now. The four leaf clover doesn't bother him, you know, or something, you know, who knows. Right. And I
1: actually think I would have found it better if it wasn't. I'm going to seduce your, you know... <laughs> girlfriend, Your yeah. ancestor a thousand yeah. years from now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I would have liked it better if the gold coin thing had happened by accident, and then the fact that his girlfriend was the ancestor would have been a really nice tie. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they, like, kind of had
0: these two weird, like, paths trying to converge... Yeah. And, like, I know there was a difficult time in terms of, like, this movie was like edited to all hell okay it wasn't even an hour and a half it was like
2: no it was hour 23 or something yeah Yeah.
0: so in the in the script for it like there's two characters in it that were in it and then totally edited out so there was Mm -hmm. supposed to be another woman that and another guy that when they go to the go karts, like, because she says they're going with a group of friends. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that's that does seem to be, like, the whole buildup of that first, like, 20 minutes is getting to the go kart place. So, so friends, okay.
2: Billy. One whatever dude. His name who is. likes chili One, dogs. Yeah. yeah.
0: chili dogs.
1: Who, who wants to have chili dogs and then, like,. You know, commit sexual assault, but anyway. And I, s- I
0: saw an original script, or like he read the whole original. script. Well, I like I read about it. Oh my it. god, man! Come uh, yeah, on, yeah, that would Your be rough. Commitment <laughs> is like on another level, off the charts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think like the issue was like the original idea for it was really bizarre. Apparently, they wanted it to be like a courtroom drama, so. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh So after uh, what's his name, like Ian? I think his name is that dies by the the blades I or whatever. His Billy. No, I think it's Ian, isn't it? I think it's Billy.
2: I don't know. I don't have his name written
0: down. I have the other guys. It it does. It, it, no, it's Ian. Oh. Okay. And uh, so basically, what was gonna happen was. They wanted it so the guy would get arrested for the murders, and he'd be, like, on trial for murder, and it was gonna be this whole courtroom drama where you were sure he was gonna get convicted, and then, like, an hour into it, you find out that the lawyer is actually the leprechaun dressed up as a human. <laughs> oh, no, that's uh, even worse. What, what are they smoking? Like,
3: leprechaun in court. <laughs> it's like
0: It was like this really bizarre write-up. And I don't know. I think I'm kind of living for it. I think I <laughs> am
1: interested. <laughs> no, I, I'm not going to lie. I would have loved to see that treatment of
0: the, it. The but, leprechaun courtroom drama we all need.
1: I'm also... Sort of like my brain feels like it's dissolving because it's so fucked up.
2: I just think about like how boring it would have been to sit around (laughs) for an hour until it's revealed there's a leprechaun in this movie. Like, (laughs) (laughs) just all the folks that came out for that courtroom drama. You know, (laughs) what is this when the leprechaun? Leprechaun
1: Two. Yeah. Publicly appointed counsel. (laughs) Well,
0: like I said, I just I I think they just didn't know because I do know that they. Did try to get Jennifer Aniston to come back.
2: Yeah. Because, of course, the
0: original idea was it would start from the first one. Of course, she was doing Friends by then. And she yeah, I was going
1: to say, literally the year this one came out was the year Friends came out.
0: And they only offered, I saw they only offered her 25000 to do with. Oh my god. Okay. So. Like,
2: but the thing is, like, you don't need her back, really. You could have had her, like, you could have had a girl on screen in a house or something, and just a voice, even. You, like, yeah. all you would yeah. need back is Ozzy, the dude who had the yeah. gold piece, right? Yeah. Be like, oh, I passed it down, and, or I mean, like... Uh, no yeah.
0: offense, but I'm sure that guy wasn't really yeah i, I think he's fine much, so. yeah you probably could have got him <laughs> and i i know what another kind of issue they had with this one when filming it was that apparently war davis was like in the middle of doing something else simply because he thought he was talking about the horror show of casting for this because they went to him and said we're doing a sequel and and we don't want you back. What the hell? And so he... Awkward. <laughs> so he, yeah, he was just kind of like, oh, I don't really know, like, if this is, like, a power move to try to get me to yeah. agree on, like, a certain amount of money. And uh, the whole time, like, that he shot one and two, he was actually under contract with George Lucas.
2: Yeah, I wonder if that was for Willow. I Because I, I, I think George Lucas was involved in that. I, I wonder. It's... you know what it was for
0: uh i'm not sure like that plus like i know he was involved in like the ewok tv shows
2: yeah okay and stuff
0: like that because at the end of the first one there's actually a thank you to george lucas for letting him do it oh wow okay but i do know he was saying that like he was really only shooting this like for a couple hours a day and he was flying back and forth to London shooting in London and then coming to do this
2: man oh man the work ethic on that guy then jeez.
0: yeah uh, that's yeah and they said they tested like other people and just they were like it, it was kind of the Freddie thing it was exactly the Freddie thing where mm-hmm. they were like we tested other people. And, like, you you have to have Ward Davis as the no, Leprechaun. No, he, he is great
2: in the role. Yeah, like, <laughs> recasting him is just like, there'd be absolutely no reason to see this, I don't think.
1: Yeah. It, yeah, he brings all the personality to it. Yeah. The charm and the the, the charisma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly.
0: The one thing I will say with this one is, I like that we definitely get more kind of comedic in this, which I think plays well for the Leprechaun. And I think as it goes on, like I said, we just keep saying the same thing. It's kind of like The Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Like, as they go, they get schlockier and schlockier. There's more self-aware jokes. And I think that he kind of came more into the character in this one in terms of what we'd see for the rest of the franchise.
1: I think at this point he accepted... I'm like, this is going to be my Freddy Krueger yeah. and I'm probably going to have multiple yeah. movies. Like, I don't know what his contract was, so I'm sure it was for like five or six more movies or whatever.
4: Yeah, and I, I wonder if like they even did was that just back like, yeah. yeah,
1: you know, I feel like he just said, fuck it. I'm going to chew up the scenery and like, I'm going to become like a camp icon.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I think Warwick Davis knew like camp icon set up the like fucking, you know, one to conventions and shit to like this is this yeah. is my meal ticket for the rest of my life. That's right you can eat
0: off this for sure
1: absolutely you can eat off of it and while you're eating up the scenery
0: yeah is there anything else we want to talk I feel like there's not a lot to talk about with this one it's
2: I, I got one dumb little point that like when he throws the fire poker from laying I think he's like literally laying on the ground at one point and he throws a fire poker and it just like tracks the fire poker through the air into like I think the leprechaun catches it the first time yeah. it is yeah, like yeah. some of the like cheesiest shit and then the fact that it's like paid off right at the end where he throws like the little poker again or the rock. I again like it's so cheesy and terrible but like i did laugh like it was just once again like that cheesy filmmaking right it's like how the hell are you gonna throw a fire poker from like lying on the ground like through the air like that it was just so dumb
0: yeah i the, <laughs> the fire poker definitely got its mileage in this movie oh yeah
1: yeah they only had the one <laughs> they're like we gotta make this count make it count
0: yeah. so are we comfortable uh reading this yep. yeah course, yep. yeah 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 uh, Colton, we'll start with you this time.
2: Ah, uh, see, like, I don't like this one as much as the first one, but I still don't know if I can, like, dog it enough to say it's a nay completely. Like it, it Like, it is, in a lot of ways, it's very similar to the first one, a little bit more comedy. You know, Warwick Davis is still really good like obviously like the people they got in it like the the girl playing Bridget like I said she's just like horrible yeah and like (laughs) the budget definitely goes down a bit but I I think I'd still give it like a very very soft okay it's like it's right in that level of like mediocre to me it's like you know if if there was a, a meh on your on your on your rating that's what it would be right it's yeah. like very very soft okay
0: all right uh Auxilia, how about you
3: i feel the exact same way it is really similar although i do like all the kills so that's a good thing but yeah it's like on the low end of okay
0: low end of okay mike how about yourself
1: okay again as i said with the last one i was fully expecting to be like complete two thumbs down poo poo yeah. i'm Blowing raspberry at both of these movies. But I will also give it an okay. Because, and I will say this. In terms of when I was... I feel like it's not as fun talking about this one as it was with the first one. No. So I feel like this one loses its, um, what I'm now going to start calling, like, slumber party aesthetic. It's charm.
3: Lucky charm. Right? It has
1: a slumber party (laughs) charm. But I also, when I was watching them, like, rewatching them, um... I actually sort of, on a solo view, liked it a little bit more because I feel like they did lean into the comedy a little bit more. And, you know, I just felt like there were some elements of it that were technically better. Like, I feel like the effects were a little bit better and even though i feel like they still didn't have the budget for it
2: there's a part where a boom microphone just dips into the shot real <laughs> quick yeah. it's, um, oh it's i like, didn't see that i didn't yeah see it's that. like towards which the I end got boom mic dips into frame when leprechaun fools cody into giving him the gold coin so it's when like uh bridget is the leprechaun and like it literally oh, yeah, dips yeah, into yeah, the yeah, shot yeah, almost yeah. bonks him on the head it's like i'm like it was like only for a second but i was like Come on, guys. Like, the boom mic is in the shot, like, in a professional movie. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's it's, bad. It's always embarrassing. But I will yeah. say I'll give it... A, it's a on the lower end of okay than the first one is, because I don't feel like it's as much of a, like, fun watch it with a couple of your... Like, if we were all here together watching it, I feel like all four of us had been getting together here in my apartment, having a few drinks, and watching these two movies together... I feel like we would have liked the first, the first one, a lot more. one. Yeah. Yeah. It
2: would have had more of like the kind of shock value as well too. Yeah, it's like exactly, the second one just exactly. kinda of feels like, okay, more yeah. of this, you know?
1: The second one was very much um like they were just like, Oh, this committee researched the elements of the first one that, you know you know, or whatever, and it's just I, I uh, it didn't it didn't have like any heart behind it. I okay. feel like it was more of a like corporate sequel, whereas the first one, even though it was you know, kind of garbagey. It was like. <laughs> they were still trying. Like, they were putting their hearts into it. God love them. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's
0: all I'm going to say about it. <laughs> yeah. So I'm. I think I'm going to be the only one. I am going to give it a nay.
1: Oh, <gasps> wow. All oh my right. god, my wig is in fucking space right
0: now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wig in space. I uh I do not like this one. You do love Part 3 though. <laughs> I love Part 3. I think 3 is where it hits its stride. Yeah, I just I I didn't wasn't feeling it. I I think it's way poor it's way more poorly made to me than the first one. Like I said, I thought the sets were cheap. Everything just kind of looked cheap.
1: I feel like they had a bigger budget, but they stretched it much too thin because they were trying to do a lot more Mm. with a little bit more. You know what I mean? Like they had a little bit more money, but they were trying to do a lot more with it. And it really, like, did not pay off. Like you said, the sets in the, the like, lair. Yeah. yeah. You could have really, you could have easily done, like, ai am going to call it the cube effect. Right? Like, the movie Cube. Yeah, like, yeah. they literally had clearly one or two sets and just changed the lighting on each one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, it really, like, they do it so well that, like, the suspension of disbelief is real. And, like, you could truly picture this, like, you know, massive, but, like, you're watching that, and you're like, "This is literally just a like twenty foot square. Like, yeah. <laughs> this is all they got, man. <laughs> and it's probably recycled from some other movie that they shot like six months before."
0: Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, just no. Sean, Nay for me. I I think you're better off watching the first one and just skipping to the third one.
2: I wonder if I've seen the third one, if I'd be, like, on your same page, where I'd be like, yeah, the first one's okay. You know, the second one is worse than the first one, but the third one's better, so I'd, I'd want to put it at, like, a nay. But, yeah, since I haven't seen it, you know, jury's out for me.
0: Well, let's get into the budget game, then. Uh, we will start with Colton this time. How much do you think it costs?
2: God, I think we started with me last time, and I, I went $2 million and I just... I feel like usually you go more money on the sequel, but this looks like budget is all hell. I'm going to go like $500,000. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Alright.
0: right, uh, Mike, your guess.
1: Okay, I'm going to, and I'm going to kind of go the opposite. I feel like they had more of a budget and probably snorted a lot of it. So yeah. I'm no. going to say probably like Three to four million, like three and a half million. Let's go. Yeah, let's Jeez. about three and a half million.
0: All right, and Exilia,
3: I say 2.2 million.
0: All right, so uh, I'll preface preface by saying that Warwick Davis said that he felt this was far more low budget than the first one. Yeah, Mike kind of really hit on the point he made. He said he just felt everything was being stretched really thin. Because they wanted to do so much, uh, Exilia wins. What? So it was, well two, done. it was two million dollars. Nice. Wow! The budget was two mil.
2: I hope Warwick Davis got most of that. Yeah, like, I was that. gonna <laughs> say
0: he, like, he carried it that does movie. Not show. He said he, he did get a pay He said he got a pay bump. Okay, good. I don't know how much more of a pay bump.
1: Yeah, but like that's relative. Like, but like, so yeah, he got like three the... peanuts instead of one. Like. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I can't remember, but like the lighthouse, I think was made for like three million or four million last time we were here. Like Leprechaun Two is not yeah. even close.
0: So let's do how much it made, Mike. We'll start with you. Okay, I'll say like five mil. Five mil. Exilia. Two.
3: No. Yeah. Two million.
0: Two million and Colton.
2: Ooh, I'm going like barely enough by Hollywood math. I'm gonna go with like four, three point five mil. Three point <laughs> like, five let's mil. Go with that.
0: Yeah. So I'll preface this one by saying oh, no. that this... The prefaces. The prefaces. <laughs> so this was the death of the leprechaun at the theater. Oh, yes. Because oh. I, I was going to say, this was very much a direct-to-video series. So this was the last one that got a theatrical debut... All the mm. rest were directly to video. So this made $2.3 million. Man so oh Exilia man. won. Whee!
2: Twice. Good nice. job. So yeah. they
0: they made $300,000. Wow. On
2: Hollywood math, they wouldn't even break even on that. Yeah, because you got to factor no. in like the marketing and all that too, right?
0: Exactly, yeah. Well, and so. coming from, we didn't mention it on the first movie, but for 1993... The first Leprechaun was the top-selling home video of of the year. Like, they caked off of the first one. And,
1: like, it has to be said, for any youngsters that don't realize, at that point, I feel like, now I could be wrong, but I feel like I've read that in the, like, late 80s to probably mid-90s, like each tape on home video, like that you went, like, like if you went to a video store and they had three copies of something, I'm pretty sure that each tape costed like a hundred and like seventy five dollars. Oh yeah,
0: Jeez. right.
1: So it was one of those things that like.
0: Like,
2: they cleaned up good.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. I, I would say it was a lot of video stores, basically what we were saying, like buying shitloads of copies of Leprechaun, just because it probably was, like you said, like a good one for kids to rent a on the weekends, party right? Movie, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. exactly.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, that is everything for this evening. I'm not going to bother with sh- All my shameless promotion. You guys know it. This is a longer episode uh, because we had to do these amazing, amazing films. But before we even say goodbye, it is Exilia's pick next. Mm. I don't know what she's going to pick, and I am just waiting in anticipation.
1: Anticipation. (laughs) Okay. I will see myself out. Goodbye. See you next week.
3: What? <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna pick brain damage.
0: All right, it had it had to even be know done. Of it, yeah. Oh,
3: it it had to be done.
0: It had to be done. Exilia loves herself some brain damage. Uh, if you
3: have Tubi, I believe you can access it on Tubi.
0: Also available on Arrow. Arrow has a great copy available.
1: And I think I had watched it on. Oh my god, is brain Shut damage it. the one with the face stretched out on like a drum?
0: We went over we go over That's this brain dead. all the time. Brain oh,
1: dead. every episode I mix
0: the two of these up. No. Brain <laughs> damage. I'm I I excited. watched it
3: and then I'm and Rowan came home and I watched it again because I made him watch it.
0: Wow. it It is very interesting. Uh, so it's yeah. a very
3: exilian movie. Very exilian
0: movie. I love exilia movies, even when I hate them. Do
3: you, though? Because I think you rag on them quite a bit. <laughs> I said I love
1: <laughs> them even when I hate them, which might be more frequently than not.
2: <laughs> I gotta say, as a listener, uh, I love Mike and all, but some of his picks where they're just Are straight terrible? up not horror movies remotely... <laughs> ah! I just go. What the hell is this, Mike?
1: Guys, call me out! Call me out! Call me out! Not this. Listen, I'm sorry. I love pushing the boundaries. Okay. I love pushing the boundaries. Anything actually can be. I had a conversation bit, with someone a few weeks ago where they said. About Strange Days, I love that. I'm so glad you did it. Strange Days was one of my favorite movies. It was really interesting. Mm, all right. <laughs> <laughs> it was it wasn't they Colton said that said that a horror movie, but anyway.
0: But yeah, uh, and before we go, we have to thank Colton for coming back. And oh, yes, thanks for having me. I
1: I want to say I need to I need to step in here and say thank you for coming back, and I am sorry for. <laughs> literally forcing, forcing you me yeah. to do this <laughs> i i held a gun to your head and said you have to come back next week
2: i love that i i've reviewed two very prestigious horror films and two leprechaun but, films yes, on this podcast.
1: Exa- <laughs> like, to me to me the perfect follow-up to the lighthouse yeah. was you being here and talking about leprechaun like i uh. think that this this sort of like captures that like dichotomy of like horror viewership so well it's, it's like, true yeah the, yeah the a24 like prestige you know academic horror and then the fucking garbage Lipper sleepover God. trash right
2: yeah i know it, it was it was fun guys and like it was, I it was nice to
1: have you here for first yeah trash, no. you know? <laughs> thanks
2: for yeah thanks for having me it was definitely more enjoyable uh talking about the movies than watching them is what i'll say
1: yeah no for sure yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and it's, hopefully it's the sleepover effect. It's the sleepover effect. <laughs>
0: and hopefully we can have you back when we, you know, do something a little more academic like Leprechaun Space.
2: <laughs> yeah, just like yeah, a couple a couple more academic films like Leprechaun 3 and Leprechaun 4. <laughs> yeah.
4: Yes,
1: yeah. <laughs> We need Leprechaun um doing blackjack and <laughs> pulling, pulling the lever on them like fucking slot machines. Yeah. Dolly Parton yeah, slot I- machine.
0: But I think that is everything for this evening uh thank you for listening and supporting as always i'm your humble host rowan
3: bye it's exilia it's mike bye
2: and it's uh me colton (laughs) thanks for having me back
3: (laughs) see you later
1: we're gonna expand our weekly video segment to take you into the back shelves of your local video store back where it says horror videos and where kids are devouring some awful films that we call the video nasties
0: are you freebasing inquiring minds want to know I have to break free from this culture of mechanical reproductions and the thick encrustations dying on the surface. What the front time the new The
4: pain I can assure you will be exquisite. As for our
0: deaths, come with me and be immortal. We have such sights to show you. We've got to return some video tapes.